0: for <laughs>
1: Hello, hello, welcome to a special episode of Vic's Basement, everybody.
2: Thanks for joining us. Good to see you, Scott Jones. Good to see
1: you too, Victor Lucas. Listen, the reason why today's episode is so special is because we were at Toronto in fa- at the Fan Expo a couple yep. of weeks back. Yep. We had the whole team together. Marissa Roberto, Sean Hatton, Ben Bolle, uh, Miriam Jettikin. L-
2: look at him show off.
1: Steve, Ra- Steve uh, Tilly Raju Mudar, yep. uh, Ben Silverman, yep. Jose Sanchez, and Brianna McIver from EP Daily. And Vic and Scott. Oh,
2: Victor Lucas and, was there as well. And Ben Bole I said Ben Bole. you got to say it again.
1: And Ben Bole. And Ben
2: Bole. <laughs> yeah, it was an uh, t- uh, unbelievably fun time. So cool to see the people that watch this stuff. Thank you, everybody, for saying hello. But uh, We
1: took questions from fans. There was a lot of. I, I just
2: love all the people we work with. We're I so love lucky. all the people we work they're with. They're all fucking awesome people. They smell great. Yes. They're so attractive. Yeah. Like, no, they're just funny and charming. We were pissing our pants when we went out for dinner not so much of that is in this podcast a little of that
1: yeah we should really start uh, podcasting our just ev- our, our lives 24 d- 7 <laughs> would you guys
2: listen to 24 7 they've got other things to do we go
1: to the bathroom together yeah be awesome so uh, take a listen to this podcast yep. take a listen to this special episode the, some of the audio quality the audio
2: might suck a little yeah but it might uh, suck a little but, bear with uh, us
1: work with it and it's worth it's worth the ride you'll learn sure. some
2: things yeah God has brought bananas for everyone. Who, who wants you'll, a banana? You'll have to share. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey.
2: He just won those from Donkey Kong, which is really it's a busy day.
3: All right. Well, we've got some questions already, so over to you, sir.
4: Oh. Well, my question is kind of you guys mentioned briefly the technology you're looking forward to as far as movies go. Yeah. What about 48 frames per second
2: for movies? That's a good question. Ben Bolet, you want to talk about that? Yeah. Ben Bolet, everyone.
0: Ben
5: Bolet! I think that the technology they're coming out with is like, it's really cool because of the detail that you're being able to see, but like, What's happening with The Hobbit right now is that it's actually, you're finding that the way you can actually see this is not up to date with the way they can film it. So it's coming out sort of distorted and weird. And like The Hobbit, uh, they're actually bringing it way back down because the theaters cannot project that much detail and that much clarity. That's like when you see on TV when it ends up looking like a British soap opera. It doesn't look like a movie anymore. It's because the frame rate and like the saturation gets so jacked up. um, Because we're not Viewing it the right way on our screens. So until the movie theaters update that whole technology, it's kind of a waste for me. I think they should keep it where it is for a while. I hope that answered that. That was a good answer. That's, that's correct. All about
6: <laughs> <laughs>
7: movies, right? Woo! Perfect.
6: What
5: would that said? Perfect. What do you think? Perfect.
7: Um,
2: Guilty. For uh, Scott Jones, <laughs> and
7: Victor Lucas, what would you guys say is the 100% all-time NES game of like ever?
2: River City Ransom. Yes. That's mine. Uh, Super Mario Brothers. Dubik. Oh yeah. I want to change my answer.
1: (laughs) All right. Mine isn't really a question. I just want to thank everybody, but mostly I want to thank Vic for setting Canada free. Hold on. Thank you for setting us free from Video Arcade Top 10.
2: Oh. That was my inspiration. I don't know, no, I swear. It's letter
1: time haunts my nightmares. I I used to watch that
2: terrible show. It was so bad and I apologize to anybody that might have worked on it. Country so music
1: bad. and music video reviews are not video gaming.
2: Well, it was like they were reading the back of a box and then... He, uh, he getting, was reading the back yeah, of a box. And then, yeah, Nicholas Pickles, wherever you are, rest in peace. I don't know where you... But uh, uh, no, that, that was just terrible. Nick I fell into obscurity and lost his wife. <laughs> Thank you. You're
6: welcome. Hey, everybody. Hey. Um, I just have a question for all the reviews on the run guys, which is, I guess is everybody. but. Um, do you ever go back and look at the video games or movies you reviewed and either think that you scored them too high or scored them too low?
2: Yes. Never <laughs> <laughs>
6: yes.
0: Yeah.
1: yes. And I have
0: one what? more. You want me to answer that?: Yeah,
1: I, I think you know, obviously uh, i uh I'm hard on games, and, and I, I know. And, yep, yep. I am. I know it's shocking, uh, but you know, uh, a couple of months will go by, and, and uh, we have our our two-play pile next to where we game. Two-play.
2: Yeah. Not 2 pay No.
1: No. It's the stack of games that we mean to get back to, and sometimes I'll find something in that stack that uh, I'll think, "Oh, this wasn't so bad," and I think that the the, the most um, the most passionate we are about. Um, About games and movies is is that first week when it comes out, and then we all kind of, we all kind of, you know, it's it's kind of like somebody you went to high school with. That guy's not so bad, you know. He's he's just a regular guy, and that's kind of how I feel about about games in retrospect sometimes.
2: Okay, thank you. You're welcome.
1: Hi, um, I've always really
8: liked uh, your versus reviews on the um, older shows. Um, so I thought I'd present to you a few uh, scenarios and see if you could just nice. not very quickly rapid fire responses.
2: Does More anybody sick. have Twitter they can <laughs> help this guy out with? No, go ahead.
8: So for example, like Splinter Cell, Hitman, or Metal Gear Solid for Stealth Games.
2: Okay. That's good. Yes. Yeah. Which, oh, one you, you which one do you which one do
8: you want pick yeah. as the winner in that category?
2: Okay, oh, say sorry. it again.
8: So which would you pick as the winner of the category? Splinter Cell, Hitman, or Metal Gear Solid for Stealth Games?
2: Metal Gear. They're all derivative. They're all (laughs) ripping off of Metal Gear. Metal Gear was the Oh, boy. What about Forza or Gran Turismo for sim racers? Forza. They stole it from Gran Turismo. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
8: Tomb Raider, Uncharted, or Assassin's Creed for acrobatic platforming
2: exploration? Assassin's Creed. Rater, frat, that's a category. Mind. No. Acrobatic platforming is mature. Raider innovated, but uh, Assassin's Creed uh, perfected, I think, mm. or as close uh, to. GTA
8: or Saints Row for sandbox. Oh.
0: GTA. GTA. GTA.
8: Hands down. Yeah. Any
0: day of the week
8: and twice on Sundays. Mm. Uh, Street, <laughs> Street Fighter 4 or Mortal Kombat for a rebooting of a classic fighter game.
2: Street Fighter 4, I Street think. Fighter. Yeah. Uh, Definerable.
8: Definerable. I mean that's uh, okay. That's so last one then. Uh, we Western RPGs or Japanese objective. RPGs for role-playing games? Say again. Western. Western or Japanese RPGs for role-playing games? Yes.
2: Western. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I mean. Yeah, <laughs> It's so subjective. It has to be, you know, specific to uh, you know, one game to another that you like. And I think there's great Japanese RPGs and there's great Western RPGs. All and right. Lots of crap on, in both categories. 20 years
3: ago, that was JRPG, and these days it might be Western. It's not been a great... Couple of years for Japanese role-playing games.
7: We had this conversation earlier, though, and your argument was that most Western RPGs actually allow you to to create or customize a character more than JRPGs do. So you're technically role-playing more in like a Mass Effect, where you're creating your your the the look and feel of your character versus dropping into some androgynous, spiky-haired dude who's. <laughs> father's died and his village under attack and, and, and such. Well,
2: what's what's cool about RPGs, too, and this is a really interesting subject, though, but it's like they've been playing Pong with the category across the ocean, because, you know, a lot of it started from uh, Gary Gygax and Dungeons and Dragons, pen and paper type stuff, and then a lot of the old uh, Richard Garriott type uh, uh, and, and his cronies in that era uh, built the first computer models around that, and then the Japanese gamers got into it, and they started to design their own skew on it, and then Western... Developers again appropriated a lot of the systems and game design tools that the Japanese were creating and added their own embellishment. And it does go back and forth. And it's interesting to see uh, we have the last story waiting for us on the Wii when we get back. And I'm excited to go and check that out, you know, because it's supposed to be a, a Japanese game tailored for a Western audience. And hmm. it's nice to see that back and forth. I think, are you sure Ben and Jose are too? No, no, that's <laughs> us. That's you and me, buddy. Um, I was just. Uh,
0: I
5: want to say that. Anyone ever noticed that Ben kind of looks like Scott's younger brother or something?
3: No. Scott doesn't have a younger brother.
5: But, but if he did, you would be oh, him. Oh,
3: now sense. I get it. <laughs> Shit, you're right. Yeah. Glasses, glasses, hair, it's the same.
2: Perfect. Stop it! No, no. So,
3: uh, which one of you, which one of you should be most insulted by that question?
6: <laughs>
3: definitely Scott. Look at this guy. Look at the way that guy looks.
6: Um, hi,
2: uh, Mike. That, that was the half dressed Spider Man. That's right. By the way, let's take a minute
1: here and take in Ben Silverman's 3DS XL carrying case. It's a fucking sock. <laughs> <laughs> right, living the dream,
3: living the dream, reviewing video games. <laughs> this is the kind of money we make,
6: guys.
2: <laughs> Bought that on Etsy. <laughs> um, so, hi. Um, I'm
5: just wondering for the entire reviews on the run team. Um, have you ever gotten like barrage of the same game after like one another? Like you get like a linear first person shooter, then another linear first person shooter, and mm-hmm. then another one and another one that you just sort of got bored of it and maybe that could like affected the score or something? Yeah. Uh, yes,
9: Ben yeah. and I have got crap game after crap game after <laughs> crap game after crap game.
5: And, and we are <laughs> tired of them. And us over
6: here, we get freemium crap all the time. Oh. And it's. Okay. Sucks. And crap that you pay
10: for and then still have to subscribe to the freemium model.
6: We
2: we get all, we get all to play yeah, stuff. We the angry, PC, angry garbage. people on this show.
10: Yeah. Uh, that goes for Blu-rays as well. I, I would just like to add that we've watched probably more South Korean action thrillers than anyone in the entire world.
2: Dude, never I, I love the another. games we review. Aren't they fun? Yeah. <laughs> why do we get all the good stuff? How did that happen? It's, it's really a mystery why we get
1: all the good stuff. Huh? You guys should try working with Vic. <laughs>
0: I don't think we answered it, but that was fun anyway, so. No, you know,
1: actually, you know, part of the reason why I think we're all enjoying Sleeping Dogs so much is because the oversaturation of GTA clones has kind of faded away, and we're all ready for it again. But if that game had come out in the wake of, you know, Saints Row 2 or whatever, we might have been like,
2: but it's awesome. Yeah, but he's still
4: I was just wondering, uh, on average, how long do you play a game before you review it?
2: We review, we play these things as far as we possibly can. You know, we have confines of the uh, the amount of production that we have to deal with, uh, but we take days to just play this stuff and get as deep into it as we possibly can. We steep, in our, we steep ourselves into all the information that we get about these games, because they all come with guides and reviewers' info and all that stuff. And then we go out and we give our honest opinions about everything. So. We get as far as we can.
4: I was just wondering, can you give us a preview of your bang Christmas album?
0: <laughs>
2: what a lovely, lovely voice!
0: <laughs> jingle bells, jingle, jingle bells. Okay.
1: Now do, now do the Batman. Silent night. <laughs> Do you think that the Wii U's
9: graphics will be able to compete with the PS4s or 7Ts? No. No. Can you catch the question? I
2: I, I think the Wii U is very cool technology, and we have played some games on it and, uh, you know, dabbled with some of the sort of mini stuff that we've been able to play so far, and it's very interesting. Um, And I think that there will be some really compelling things that drive us towards wanting to pick this up. I'm excited to get the machine, but I don't think Nintendo's, you you know, Decision around this machine has ever been around graphics. I don't think they've never really catered to that. They're not trying to, to, to win a tech race.
0: Problem
2: and, and it might be a problem, <laughs> but it's, I mean, the rumors right now about Sony PlayStation 4 with 4K resolution uh, as part of an attempt to sell us more TVs and uh, probably new memory cards and stuff. Uh, that's going to be pretty amazing if that's what the new games kind of drive. We'll see. Ask who's buying a Wii U. Who's buying a Wii U?
0: Oh. Ouch! 14.
2: Yeah, yeah. This is this is. Uh, I mean, this is the state of you know where Nintendo has driven us right now. There's a lot of confusion up here on this panel as well. We don't all know what, what Nintendo is planning. There's an event in New York in uh, September that that one of us will probably go to, and uh, we're going to find out more soon. Um, but Nintendo's got a lot of information to give all of us, right? Yeah, we're all curious. Should
9: we buy this since it comes out, the Wii U? No? I
2: think that's a no. Maybe. I don't think so. Okay, last yeah. question. Yeah. Yes,
9: yes, yes. um, how can I rent video games?
2: How can you? How, I can't.
4: Uh, the stores are closing. and... Right. I, I just, um, well, I think.
2: Gamefly? I think what? Yeah, Gamefly. Um, yeah, Gamefly, I think. Right now we're with the equivalent in Canada. But I think what's going to happen, that's what these new consoles are going to address. You know, and Ouya is going to be a proponent of that, obviously. Uh, you're going to be able to demo everything, and everything is going to be available. Day and date as a download and so that that means you're going to get a taste like if you're a PlayStation 3 gamer right now And you're part of the uh, PlayStation Plus platform You can have trials which are about an hour long or something like that And that's what we all want, right? We don't want to get burned We want to we want to test this stuff out and see if we like it and we'll, we'll invest if we think it's worth it Maybe not 60 bucks and I think the game companies are smart enough to recognize that and they're going to give us that ability very soon Thank you No problem.
6: Hello. This question is for the review cast. Um, I was wondering, with all the reviewing that you guys have to do, do you guys ever get like burnt out or just tired of <laughs> video games yes. or movies? <laughs> Never. Yeah, Never.
7: Not Vic and Scott. No. <laughs> the teams that get the, uh, the the crap stuff get a little burnt out. Sure. Yeah. Oops. No, it's. Uh, I mean, it's it's a, it's something you can't complain about. Though we do get a little burnt, but then you have to uh, open your eyes and realize. I get to play video games exactly. as part of my job and then go on TV and talk about it and every time you're feeling a little bit ground down, um, it's like, oh yeah, I talk about video games on TV. What, what is better than that? And then we come here and we talk to all you guys. It's yeah. really like, when we get a little bit criny and whiny, I think that's, uh, that's what I fall back on.
6: That's when you guys have to just kick our asses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, But totally. I find that whenever we're in a bit of a slump where we've been getting the same kind of game, same crappy, bad controls, bad graphics, we will get one that just blows us away and is just amazing. So that is very
1: cool. There was one morning when I was up at 5.30, and this is no joke, true story. I was playing Gears of War 3 because we were shooting. We had to shoot the review first thing that morning. I'm like, what the fuck happened in my life? I'm playing Gears of War 3 at 5.30 in the morning. And I'm like, I'm playing Gears of War 3 at 5.30 in the morning. This is awesome. What is better than this? I can't think of any of that.
6: One more question for everyone. Uh, in one word, can you summarize or explain your experience and either EP or? Reviews on the Rhine
2: or wherever you do it. Wow. Uh, One word. Fruity. One word. A
0: dream. Two words.
2: Ah.
11: (laughs) I'm going to go with surreal. What was it?
0: Say that again. I'm going to go with
11: surreal. That's it
7: for me. Uh I'm going to take orgasmic. (laughs) (laughs) There's a wink me.
6: Cowabunga!
0: <laughs> cool.
5: <laughs> Brad. Awesome. It, it's not. I'll give you like the exact conversation when I got asked to do this. It's not one word, but it was like, "Oh hey Ben, Ben, you want to come pay, you know, get paid a review movies? No way!" <laughs> 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 and take that, Dad. Take <laughs> <laughs> that. <dish>. Pay
0: enough. <laughs>
3: I'm dream. I'll just go with dream. Yeah.
10: He had, dream. Uh, just dream. So that'll... Uh, I'm not good with one-word descriptions of things. I can do three. Ooh, that's even harder in a way. More, more, more options, more choices. Um, life-changing experience. There's three words. Totally life-changing experience. There's four words. In in the best way. I mean. Nine
5: words. Sorry. I told you I wasn't good with one word. I'm a wordy person.
4: Alright, thanks no, a lot. Like Thank 12. you.
6: <laughs> now do it in haiku. <laughs>
4: Hi guys. Um, with late October early November being big for like Everything. video games and a couple of really big movies coming out, what are you guys looking forward to reviewing the most?
7: Well, you, you say guys guys that we like get to review something good. I say, they're <laughs> direct, probably looking forward to, to Assassin's Creed
3: Three. <laughs> <laughs> Jose and I are looking forward to Family Game Party Night 15 on the fucking Wii. That's what we're looking forward to. Dance,
0: dance, the Wii. Woo! So that's. The, <laughs> uh,
5: for me, it's Looper. I'm really excited to. I mean, just see Looper. I really want to check it out.
10: He just wants to see Joseph Gordon-Levitt be Bruce Willis and vice versa. No, I mean that's pretty awesome there's so many amazing titles coming out I think across the board that and we often don't know who's gonna review what until very close to the release date so I think we're all communally very excited for a lot of different things we were here yesterday talking about it yeah. um, theatrically there's probably like five films that I'm super I'm super excited for the Hobbit I'm super excited for. Argo, I'm super excited for Killing Them Softly. There's so many movies that are coming out in theaters. For Blu-ray, I mean, The Avengers is coming in like three weeks. That's gonna be amazing. I mean, if that's not amazing, I'll be so disappointed with my life.
0: <laughs> I'm
10: just gonna, I'm, anyway. But uh, yeah, I, th- I just think there's so much that come out and we don't know who's gonna review what, so Jose and Ben are excited that they're not gonna get to review any of it. No, I'm just kidding.
0: can
10: wait! Just kidding, just kidding. I don't know, It's kind of a big answer, I
3: apologize. Hey, uh, Brianna, Yes, the only non-reviewer on the panel, we don't always get a sense of what you're into. Why don't you tell us what you're looking forward to? Good
10: um, well, we talked about
11: it briefly yesterday, so for anyone that wasn't here, um I like watching TV shows like The Walking Dead, and uh, I talked a little bit about that yesterday. It's coming back in October, so I'm sure I'm not the only one looking forward to that. I'm also looking forward to, as Ben mentioned, Looper, um, and also Elysium, which is the next film from uh, Blomkamp, but I don't think that's coming out this fall, so I'll have to wait a long time.
0: for
4: that. Just one more question. Uh, What's your opinion on Halo 4?
2: It's going to be a lot of fun, but it's going to be a very familiar experience. Yeah. Very diplomatic.
0: That's yeah. Yeah. a back-of-the-box quote. I think yeah. They're going to love that. I yeah. for the U.N. Yeah, yeah I do work <laughs> for
9: the U.N. Can you catch your vote for here? What's up, bro? <laughs> Saw you at the pizza place. Yeah, we yeah. Have pizza with you, right? Yeah. The pizza guy. I, pizza I was group. just
7: wondering, if you could create a superhero, what would it be?
8: Awesome. Awesome.
9: Mine awesome. would be Vic-Man!
2: <laughs> and he would review all of the best games ever made! <laughs> yeah. Batman. Batman. Yeah. Yeah. All of us, you want an answer for me? No. That's good um, enough, right? <laughs> top that. Are we inventing
3: superheroes? Is that what we get to do yeah. right now? Invent yeah. superheroes. Oh Scott, you have a whole bunch. Don't you have, like, a notebook yeah. with superheroes? Yeah. Tell
0: us all your superhero dreams. Yeah, just do all
2: of them. I know
3: you have a notebook. We have all day. Just do it. I don't have it. He's embarrassed. He's embarrassed. He has a lot. He draws him out. He's got. All little. my superheroes out.
1: involve farting.
2: <laughs> That's their power.
9: <laughs> my other one would be Silverman, and he would review all the worst games ever made.
6: Dicks, dicks. I actually, when I was in high school, I would draw lots of made-up superheroes and make crappy comics and staple them and. Uh, I was really into that. At one point, I wanted to make graphic novels, and so I came up with all sorts of weird heroes, but one that I made and then made a costume for and made a friend wear the costume and film him outside a mall talking to people (laughs) was Tinfoil Man, and (laughs) I just wrapped him in tinfoil, and he was
2: weird, and it was fun. Do you have one?
7: Yeah, I would make up uh, some guy called Mr. Good Looks. So it'd be more like... It'd be like the Zoolander. What
0: would he played by you? <laughs>
6: um,
7: so it'd be like a Zoolander kind of pose, like...
0: <laughs> yeah!
2: My <Ooh>.
7: eyes! My eyes!
2: <laughs> are you Fubar's brother? <laughs> <laughs> You're Fubar's little brother, aren't you?
7: Yeah. Oh, no, 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 me, the, and, uh, the, me the, and him, we uh, hanged out at the pizza place. That's oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. There you
2: All go. Right. Okay. Did did you, wait, explains you... Where the hell's Tyler at? Hang on,
10: hang on. We're did talking, you... Did you give him pizza? Yes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Cuz okay. okay. Oh, and um, one Don't more question.
0: Let's
7: go with uh, if you had one word to describe yourself, what would it be? Oh my god. Awesome.
0: <laughs>
5: Can Mary have 15 words? <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> Modest is where that guy,
3: are we really actually
2: no, doing this? Can
5: no, no, no. <laughs>
3: I can I can I
2: can I do that's Steve's? Enough. Can I do Steve's yeah. orgasm? How about one word to describe fubar? Oh. <laughs> we'll just keep, I'll come up with one word for fubar. <laughs> All right, that's good. <laughs> All right, good. Fubar. We'll know that fubar would seven of nine. Oh yes. How
11: <laughs> Um Pretty awesome, actually. Um, I. Have a question, kind of on something you've touched on a little bit already. Uh, if you, there's one thing that you could review that you didn't get to, what would it be?
9: Mm-hmm. Every awesome game that Vic <laughs> and Scott. <are> <laughs> <laughs> You're just never gonna
2: play I think they're trying to tell us something. I, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like what I do.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, guys don't get the answer play this, all this one. The
2: cool stuff. What's that?
7: You two don't get to answer this one. All right, okay. Oh, Burn! Sucks to be you guys now.
2: Fair enough. Start with you. You should start. That's fine, we don't need to. <laughs>
3: um, I, Mass Effect 3, for sure. I mean, we, we you know, that, it can sometimes be- That
0: was be, so awesome. Yeah.
3: We loved it. I can hear that. You shut your mouth sound. over there. <laughs> I mean, definitely what I would say is that it it sometimes does get difficult um, when, you know, there's a game you really, really want to play, and you're not going to review it, and you have to start to make decisions like, I I, I really want to play this, but I've got six games I have to review, and those might not all suck. I mean, in our case, often they do, but sometimes there are some that are fine. Um, We do actually review some okay games. but it, it does get really challenging. I think that was something just to touch on what Steve had said before, do we ever get burnout? That's the one time you get burnout is actually when you have too many awesome games that you're just wanting to play totally. for fun yeah. that have nothing to do with the job. And uh, so yeah, there's a huge list of games that you know these guys are reviewing, or, or even iOS games. There's Blu-rays I want to watch, Jaws Blu-ray. Are oh, you, out you out, out of out your out mind? Out that like, thing looks awesome. Right I should just go home, home and watch it? Go- yeah, we're okay, we're sorry
2: if we uh, make you guys go broke watching all the cool stuff that's out there, because there is no end to it. And, and uh, we kind of, you know, we we thought that there would be a lot to talk about when we went daily with reviews, but holy crap, is there a lot to talk about? There is so much cool stuff out there, and it's uh, okay. That's enough. <laughs> if, if I could choose a game that um, I would have liked
6: to have reviewed on the show, it would have been Lollipop Chainsaw, because that was so far this year my favorite game that, that I played. That was cool. Game. So I would have, I would have given it an yeah, eight. That was. A, but that was you and me. That's your favorite. It. favorite, yeah, favorite? <laughs> but it, like console game, it, it was really good, very enjoyable.
11: Well, mine obviously would have been Skyrim. Obviously, obviously. I would have given it a ten, maybe eleven. Yeah,
0: that,
2: that was awesome.
10: <laughs>
2: I uh, I think for
0: for, uh, for I think
10: I could speak for Mr. Bolay and and myself when I say that we would have probably liked to have completed our Alien quad, oh, yeah. quadruple cool. box set, well, it right? It would have
5: ended on a bummer, because I didn't like Prometheus.
10: I know, but I, you know, we didn't review Prometheus, and it was, yeah, it would have that. That been fun. nice. <laughs> thanks, guys. Thanks, Vic, and thanks, Scott. Well, we, because we did the whole box set, right? We did Alien 1, 2, 3, and 4, and it just would have been nice to, you
5: know. I can also, uh, I wish that I had, I think this is even before I started working here, it. so still counts right all time. Yep. Uh, I would have loved to have done Cabin in the Woods. That um cuz I like yeah. I walked out of the theater and pretty much <laughs> was reviewing it on the street. I was like you got to check out Cabin in the Woods. Everybody should. <laughs> Coming out on Blu-ray. Thank <laughs> you. it. Thanks. Good question.
7: Oh. <clears throat> what? <laughs> it's from Mel Gibson. Uh, good question. <laughs> okay. No, um, I'm a big fan of, like, internet media, and I'm so happy you guys have a podcast I li- like listening to. Thank you. But uh, what do you guys listen to that's on the net or watch?
10: I, I love Adam Carolla's podcast. I think he's hilarious. I also have been watching on YouTube a guy out of Dallas named Gordon Keith, who is a host, who is a sports radio announcer, or he has a sports news show, and I've just discovered him, and he's probably one of the funniest men interviewing celebrities right now. Next to me. Outside of Jose Sanchez. He's really, really good. That's
7: he is off good. The top, off the top, that's... He's to great. Do.
6: I can vouch for that.
7: I'm, uh, I'm fully into a series called Marble Hornets. Does Anybody know this? Yeah. It's, it's, it's the scariest thing that I've watched in years. It's a, uh, like a, a lo-fi uh, kind of found footage thing based on the Slenderman myth. And it is like the creepiest shit out there right now. And it's, uh, <laughs> What's it'll, it called? Marble Hornets. It's, it's like on YouTube. It's like a YouTube channel, that's yeah. Awesome. So seek it out on YouTube, but seek out the seek out a playlist that, that has the the episodes and the uh, the responses to them. It's it's all very weird and, and twisted and, and scary. Uh,
3: just to add one more thing, uh, this American Life. I yes. will not go anywhere without this American Life podcasts in some sort of thing because it's still amazing. They're still incredible. They're still doing. Reporting that nobody's doing and it's hilarious
1: and creepy and weird. And I didn't awesome. know you were into that show. You didn't know that I fucking love you. Oh my god <laughs> No, that, that's the only place on earth. that would work other than a greedy productions for Ira Glass. Really?
3: Yeah, okay We should um probably not talk to a microphone with all this uh, yeah. bad idea. Yeah.
6: Why not ben?
2: Yeah. Okay, I don't know, <laughs> Scott is Vic here. Yeah. yeah,
3: I have a thing. Can you yeah. what is this? What do you think?
6: They're gonna
2: make it's out in a second
0: <laughs> <laughs> Again. It's glasses. not really a
6: podcast uh, but I'm really into Krispy Kreme. And he's this rapper with, he's got a bit of a southern twang, and he's got his buddy Moneymaker Mike and all, all his videos. And he is amazing. I want to meet this guy. And all his music videos are just ridiculous.
7: My friend made me watch that this morning.
6: <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it's awesome. His boogers are hanging out in this first one. And it's like, is this a joke? But then you go and like, that's his thing. I think it's a character, but we'll see. <laughs> sweet character i don't really
9: do uh I, I listen to some podcasts but i'm really into audible books i like the audible app if you haven't listened to ready player one it's read by will whedon it's pretty awesome i have like 15 days stacked up of listening to audiobooks it's great especially when i'm playing crappy games that i don't want to listen to anymore i just throw that bad boy in there Woo! read to me will Wheaton. read to me it's good stuff
11: he doesn't really need any promotion, but Stan Lee's YouTube channel is pretty awesome. He has a thing that he puts up every week, I think it is. It's called Stan's Rants, where he just complains oh, yeah, about things that make him angry, and it's really hilarious. Like, like, awesome. uh, he also has another show that he puts on there. It's called Cocktails with Stan, where he like, just sits in a bar and has conversations with people. So I enjoy watching those at work.
2: Sometimes. Somebody get me a margarita! <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap,
9: I'm thirsty! <laughs>
2: I'm actually a fan of these web series. I, I, I don't watch a ton of them, but I would love that they're, they're filtering out there and they're becoming television properties or, or comic properties or whatever. But I was really impressed with uh, Kevin Tancheron's uh, take on the Mortal Kombat uh, myth with uh, Legacy, not just because they, they put me in the thing. That was amazing. <laughs> but it, w- it, was, uh, it was really ambitious, and they had a different style for every episode. And not everything was perfect, but they didn't have a lot of money to work with, and I think they, they stretched it really far, and everybody involved. Uh, really wanted to deliver everything they could to the thing, and I and, uh, was I was really impressed. They're making a sequel, so I can't wait to see that.
10: Indeed. Also, to add to what you're saying, Warner Digital, which is the company, yeah, yeah, they did. They're doing H Plus right now, which is very, very exciting, interesting web series because of the way they're formatting it. It's first of all, it's being shot with the production value of a movie. Brian Singer is producing it, and the segments can be watched out of sequence and. They're coming out with, like, 30 or 40 of them. And it's really compelling stuff. And it's really cool, to your point. Warner's doing really cool stuff on the interwebs. They're also behind the
11: new Halo web series. Yes. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> the production. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's Chris. What Thanks. about you? What do you, you, you
7: watching? Watch? Um, I'm watching this new show. It's uh, written by Sandy Preet. It's called Save the Supers. It's oh, pretty yeah. funny. It's about a superhero team that has to deal with budget cuts.
2: <laughs> That's great. It's just an audio podcast?
7: Uh, no, it's actually a show. It's um, I think it's written and directed by the guy who's in the guild. Oh, cool. It's, uh, it's pretty good. It's awesome. Cool. We should Thank you. Yeah.
9: We'll get that on the yeah. show. Stat. Done.
2: Would you guys like us to start reviewing web series? Yeah? yeah? yeah. Okay. No. Done deal. We'll give all the shitty ones to Ben and Jose. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. <Price. laughs> You're
0: welcome. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> ho Silverman. Right. Thanks.
4: Hi. Um, if you guys could describe in one word,
0: uh, <laughs> awesome.
4: <laughs> uh, but no, uh, seriously. Um, with uh, the <laughs> incline of uh, of movie <laughs> downloads and all the movie stores starting to close down and stuff, how far off do you think we are from a console that's entirely DLC? And the video game market starting to go down from actual physical copies. Soon, March, March. I think, thirth, March yeah, two. I think like
8: very soon. Ooh, yeah.
10: I think Blu-rays, and we review a ton of Blu-rays, and it's great to have that quality. But I think the technology to be able to download 1080p beautiful resolution quality is. I,
2: I want to hear from these guys. Who yeah. who wants to stop buying physical media to play games? See? Not that many. All oh, right. the right. No, people buying it. we right. use. But so.
10: the flip side to Victor's point is yeah. that people like having something to touch. Yeah. It's like yeah. people still buy. <laughs> that was intentional. <laughs> uh, pe- no, people, people like having collectible, I- right? Don't you guys like yeah. to collect things? I mean, look. look Right? You like to have your Blu-ray box sets? I love a beautiful box set. I love a booklet. We were just talking about this. Yeah,
3: but on the same note, just to point this... I love a good booklet. (laughs) Just 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 another, like, show of hands. Who here is playing tons and tons of games on an iPhone or Android right now? Show of hands on that. Okay, so marginal. Okay, maybe that wasn't so awesome. But I think that (laughs) we're getting more used to that with the iPhone and the App Store. It's really changed the way, I think, everyone up here plays games. I mean, we travel a lot for the jobs, and... uh, you know, I used to travel constantly with one of these all the time or a PSP or whatever. And uh, now this is very rare. I usually don't bring this out with me. I just have my iPhone, that's all I need. And as you do that more and more, I think you start to see how you can do that more at home.
2: I gotta tell you, for our jobs, when the game companies send us codes, uh, it, it is so much more preferable than waiting for FedExes that might be a day late or whatever We have we have delivery dates for the shows and we have run into this problem all the time Where We're waiting for code so that we can review it and get it in time uh, To make our air dates and our plan schedules when they ship us a code that makes our lives Infinitely easier the first time they did that for an Xbox 360 game I think was cracked down we couldn't believe it. There's like this is the future They just sent us a code and we're playing the game naturally. We got to review that
1: <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a pretty good game. Get, and then never uh, got just, that code, they, Vic.
2: They just did that for uh, New Super Mario Brothers 2. It was the first time Nintendo's ever sent us a full game uh, code for the 3DS, and that was a mind-blowing thing. So right. I, I, think what we're looking at initially is day and day digital and, um, and retail, and I, I think everybody wants that. Yeah. 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 They want yeah. The, choice. the choice. Yes. Right. I do. On life's having some problems these days. Yeah, Yeah, not so good for online right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
4: So, is that one of the reasons that sometimes the bigger titles that come out on a Tuesday, you guys don't get to re- Yeah. We don't see a review until it's Absolutely. Yeah. Because I've been waiting for the Transformers Fall CyberCon review
0: from you guys.
2: Well, part of that is this is everybody that you would guess, review guess that it. Guess who's reviewing that game?
4: Yeah,
8: we bribed
9: our way into that one. That's so. why you're waiting so long. It <laughs> took so long for them to decide who. As good as it gets. Yeah.
2: I know you have a show, but can
9: we get a quick review of that? Because I haven't played it yet. So we're going to play, play it this way. As soon as we get home, we're reviewing it next week. It's got week. Transformers in it. It does have Transformers in it. It's got that. Dude, spoilers. Sorry. Autobots, transform Windwalk. and
4: roll out. Uh, <laughs> that's all I want. Just one more thing. It's not a question. Uh, but um, if you're looking for a really funny but really, really, really silly uh, web series to look for, uh, look up uh, Batman, Piderman.
2: Batman, Pyroman?
4: Not Batman. Batman, Piderman. Batman. Like that, that on the, bat, the Batman, college
2: humor? Pyroman.
5: Sorry? The college humor one? Uh, you're saying Batman? Like opposite
4: of good man? No, not Batman. Like oh, okay. B-A-M-A-N. It's all one word. But Batman. just look. And it's. Them as best friends. And it's, it's just so funny because it's so ridiculous and so silly. Okay. But yeah, so, uh, definitely check it out if you get a chance. Thank you. Thank you. Cool. Thank you. Cool.
3: Is someone write me a Hi. We're recording Hi. It. Um,
11: I'm a big fan of Ratchet and Clank, the series. Yes. And I was wondering, what are your thoughts of it and what's your favorite?
2: Oh. I think you're the biggest. You're yeah.
0: the biggest fan of Ratchet and Clank. You're
1: a big Ratchet and Clank guy. Is that in the mic? S- Somehow I've, I've become the biggest fan of Ratchet and Clank <laughs> on the panel instantly. <laughs> I, uh, I actually you know Clank that. in real life. He's yeah. he's a drunk. Uh, <laughs> belligerent drunk. Uh, no, you know, the last Ratchet and Clank game was the all-for-one, which was the play it all together, and nobody liked it. And Insomniac has been all over the place lately. Uh, you know, they've, sort of, they've forsaken the Resistance series. And uh, I don't know where they're going. I mean, they're going to release this collector's edition of all the original Ratchet and Clank's, <laughs> right. uh, uh, which, which, of course, we will all buy, but then never play. Um, so I don't know what's going to happen with it. I, I don't know. What do you think is going to happen? What do you want to see happen with Ratchet and Clank?
0: Well, I wasn't really a big fan of All for One
11: myself.
2: Yeah.
11: I like it the way they did in the, in the classic ones. The PS2. Yeah, the yeah. way the format they did. Yeah. I like those.
2: They're an amazing company, in Insomniac. One of the coolest things about them is that they're independent, but they had this fantastic relationship with Sony. And they did uh, almost a decade or more than a decade of titles exclusively for Sony platforms. And just recently, they've gone multi-platforms. So we're about to start seeing some of their creative ideas on other things. And they started to make Facebook games. And they've got a new, another studio that's based in uh, uh, Raleigh, North Carolina, not far from um, Epic. Uh, And I think that they're a very fascinating company because it's a really, really uh, transitional period in games, and for them to be as large as they are and be independent and and be in as many types of development spaces as they are, that's pretty ambitious. So I want to see Ratchet & Clank come back, but I want to see it come back in a a way that feels uh, like we're truly at a next generation level.
3: It might be the next generation PlayStation where they kind of really take off with it again. Because they did that with, what was the first one that came out for the PS3? Um.
2: what was it called? Tools of destruction? destruction? Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah that's another. right,
3: yeah. It was fantastic. You know? was I just really remember fun.
2: how amazing that game like was. I like the pirate one, the downloadable one, which came out a little soon. Clanky Time. Was it right, Ratchet yeah. and
9: Time? Clank and Time? Something time? No, crack and oh, time. Crack Time. No. Crack no. And time. That one was great, too. That was the third
0: one.
3: But, but they're tied to sort of, yeah, those when those big Sony releases come out, when they put out a new hardware, a piece of hardware, I think we're going to see a really big one.
11: Another question. Okay. For sci-fi series, what are your favorites? Sci-fi series? Sci-fi. Any, any, any.
2: Oh, God. Star Wars. Star hey, Wars. Mean,
10: wait, do you three. mean TV? TV. Oh, TV okay, series. well, X Files for me. Huge. Firefly. As a child. Oh,
2: yeah. Firefly. You know, Firefly for me.
10: Uh, Space, 1999. Star Trek, all of them. <laughs>
2: yeah. I don't know, I mean, there's so many. Battlestar's <laughs> amazing, too. Yeah. Sean?
10: Anything? Sean? Sean had. I like Star
6: Trek TNG. Yeah, TNG's yeah.
10: great. What about Stargate?
6: I like turtles.
0: Nice. <laughs> no, I was never a
6: Stargate Not as not too big of a oh, I don't know if
10: this counts, but Twilight Zone. It's kind of. Oh,
6: yeah. totally, I
10: mean, yeah. all of them. I have all five Rod Serling series, the seasons, and it's
9: incredible. Sliders was actually my favorite.
0: <laughs> right. The I first three seasons, though. Sliders. Once they brought in the second Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> blasphemy. Once they killed
9: off John Rice Davies. Quantum
0: Leap. I'm not <laughs> a gnome. Damn it. Outer Limits. Remember
10: Outer Limits is always on like.
2: Okay, let's keep
1: moving.
2: Okay, one more question. No, we've got to move on to the next. Time. Thank you, though. Oh, okay. Thank we you only very 15 much.
1: minutes. Let's get through as many people as we Hi, can. I just had a question
3: about, I guess, the how the makeup of the show works. Like, I love watching the show, see the gameplay, the UI, or just any of the things you're reviewing in general. Like, I bought uh, Zombies Run because of you guys, and it works great. But uh, when you guys come down to giving your rating, like, you know, 10 out of 10 or whatever, yeah. like, I see you guys give a glowing review, and then it's like, 7 out of 10. Or you just trash an entire thing, and it's like 5 out of 10. I blame the So my editors. question is like about like, uh, Metacritic and like the rating system in general. Like
7: what do you guys think of it?
2: Uh, that's a really convoluted question, or a complicated question. And I, I think the way that you have to look at the show is that we have two individual opinions. And the secret to the show's longevity and the success of reviews on the run is based upon you getting to know who we are as people and the tastes that we have. And the challenge that we face in a three minute review or a four minute review is that we give a bunch of um, sort of analysis and some viewpoints, but it's cut down to make up that time. And not always, and we don't really sit with the editors to make sure that every one of our thoughts is conveyed the way that we want to. And we've had notes from some of these guys where a specific point wasn't cut into the thing and we've had to do a recut or something. Yeah. Yeah, happened right. once, but uh, <laughs> but you know it, it, it's it's a lot of work to get all of this stuff done and get it done quickly and out on on television. And I think what we try to do is um, uh, be as accurate and as um, honest and and uh, uh, you know convey as much information as we can in as short a period of time as we possibly can. And the scores are our opinions; they're not meant to be gauged against what we think. A, a, a group of gaming consumers would dig. There are our personal thoughts on the scores. That's why Scott can come out of a movie and give it a four, and I can give it an eight. And you take, you know, what you know from him, and you know from me, and you decide whether it's going to work for you. You thought of switching to an up and down? Like I No. I down mean, down. I, you know what kind. I mean, by now, if you've watched the show for a little while, you know what Scott's into, and you know what I'm into, and you know what Ben's into, you know what Jose's Batman. into. You know. Batman. <laughs> yeah. Batman. So I, I think that's that's. The way to do it, and we don't try to gauge our scores against anybody else. We just score for ourselves, as you should all.
8: Hey guys. Hi. Hi. Um, I have two quick questions. Very quick. Okay. Um, if, uh, if a split second two was uh, yes. was uh, being remade, yeah. Which uh, levels would you want it to be in, and which uh, power play replays would you like to see?
3: I'm just stoked that we could maybe get another one of those games. I mean, I mean thought about the levels. I mean, unfortunately, that studio got shuttered. Right. so the folks who made that game initially aren't making it again and I, I mean that would be awesome because that game was great and underrated and underplayed and I think we all love that
2: one yeah I don't think we're gonna get a sequel I think we might see ideas from that first game sort of redone in something else
1: I would like to see as a power play not one but two lighthouses fall on top of a speeding car <laughs> double lighthouse power play <laughs> Boom. <laughs>
8: That a slow clap? Was that a slow clap? Okay, and um, the second quick question um, the artwork that I gave you, the Bejeweled World Tour, if that was ever, ever main release, would be the next uh, best game in Bejeweled series? I,
0: I didn't
9: see that. So. Uh, I saw the cover, and he explained to me. Uh, he wants, I told him, pitch it to PopCap. Sounds awesome. He's got yeah, awesome sure. ideas for yeah. Bejeweled World Tour. Sounds great.
2: Chase your dreams, That's man. Yeah. Thanks. Make that happen.
8: That. Thank you for just like Sean Thanks. Thank you for asking my uh, question. Hi. Um, you have two shows, and they sort of serve different purposes. Because one's a preview show, which obviously before things out, and a review show, which is after it. Yep. Is It's ever a time where you're previewing something, and you can already tell this thing's got serious problems, but you have to like hold your tongue and ask. Yes. So, so tell us about uh, your movie. Brianna, can you answer this? what game or movie, whatever? I can't, I that. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, do you ever when you're because it's a review show and a preview show, while previewing something, already know that it sucks and have to hold your tongue because you're not supposed to review it on the preview show?
11: Yeah, I mean, I don't review anything, um, and all I do is previews, and I never really get to see any of these things before they're out because that's not part of my job. Um, I know uh, that a lot of people we talk about things on the show on EP because we are excited about them and we think they're cool and they're going to be awesome and then we'll see it on reviews and it got a really bad score and we're like, oh, maybe we shouldn't have talked about that movie so much. (laughs) But at the time, you don't know and and you're just going on the hopes that it's something that people want to know about at that time because it's not out yet. None of us know what it's going to be. So that's kind of how we look at it. Electric Playground or EP Daily is a way for us to all explore with you at the same time what this is and what it's going to be, and then with reviews, you're able to find out whether yeah. or not it was actually good or bad. So that's good that they follow each other when well, you watch the yeah, And more details. importantly,
2: it's, it's a chance for the people that build all of this stuff who only have the best intentions. Nobody sets out to make crap. you know. We let them tell us why they're working late nights and trying to kill themselves to build these things. And we give them the benefit of the doubt, and that's what EP is all about. Reviews, we tell it like it is.
9: Thank you. Yeah. And I think somebody out there loves, there's always somebody that loves something you absolutely hate. Yeah, it's terrible. Totally. Chicken shoot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at you. Everybody hated that. Yeah. yeah, you know? Everybody hated that. Everyone, well, maybe. There's one person out there. Awesome.
8: Uh Quick comment about the uh, DLC physical media issue. I don't think DLC's gonna be solo until we get better bandwidth uh, yeah. universally. Um, hardware question uh sony playstation 3d display it's almost a year is the experiment over with that yeah
2: i think so
9: I yeah. think it's, it's, I mentioned it at, uh, at E3, two years ago when they unleashed, or unveiled the display, you know, they, they gave everybody who went to the press conference 3D glasses, and it was this huge thing, it was a huge focus, and this year they didn't mention 3D one time That's true. at their press conference, so it's like, thanks guys, hope you bought the TV, here's nothing for it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but me, as
9: uh, I have a 3D TV, I love the hell out of my Blu-rays in 3D, it looks great, um, I've seen some cool stuff coming out. That's you know with passive glasses and without 3D glasses at home stuff. So it's it's going to be an interesting route uh, f- to see where Sony goes specifically because they have pimped it out with their own TV brand that people went out and bought and now they're like, oh, you can only play certain games on it and we're, we're not really going to be putting much of those out anymore.
2: So. Who likes 3D? Woo! 3D! Ah, no, that
9: one lost. That one yeah. yeah. It's in the palm of my hand. Okay. Tank, 3D! <laughs> uh, I thought of one
7: more question for you guys um it's for all of you i'm sending all of you up there um what are your thoughts on my little pony friendship is magic please god don't bring it up next question next yeah, question let's yeah. go before my little pony game, Quiet.
9: we didn't hear that question <laughs> is that out I don't know. you can I don't know. see our review in two weeks I,
2: god <laughs> I, ask me in six years when my daughter's a little older
6: that's for boys. Before joining these guys, I worked at Teletoon, and I worked on like 50 My Little Pony promotions for them, so I know way too much about ponies, and I hate them. So...
10: But they have sparkles. Blue sparkles. <laughs> Not enough.
6: Bronies. Okay.
4: My question is for everybody that reviews, do you ever get any negative backlash for giving something a bad review that somebody Scott? thought should Scott, be... Scott, want to take this one? <laughs> <laughs> like, like from the industry itself, like... Oh, from, oh, from the industry? <laughs>
1: You know, I'm okay, I'm comfortable in my own skin not being the most popular voice on the reviews on the run team. No, I, I actually, uh, the thing obviously that was the lightning rod for everyone was Uncharted 3. Mm-hmm. Apparently everyone in the world loved this game, except for me. I was underwhelmed and I wanted my review and my score to reflect that. And uh, to this day, I still get shit for that. And you know what? I mean, op- opinions are like buttholes. Everyone has one. And uh, uh, that, that just happens to be my opinion. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I've met Amy Hennig, uh, who is the writer, and, yep. and, and, uh, and we're friends. She's okay with my score. Why aren't you people okay with my score? That's what I want to know. No, I, I, I do get a lot of hate mail. And some days, if I don't, you know, if I'm having an off day, it hurts a little, but not that much.
10: I I actually, just to add to your answer, I got a note from a a publicist for a Blu-ray we reviewed, and we gave it an awful review, and he agreed with me. He wrote me an email to say, "I, I think you gave a really good review. Thank you for reviewing it, and I understand why you feel the way you feel. And I thought, wow, that's really... Why can't every all publicists do that? So that's, that's the,
2: usually how they take it. Yeah,
0: yeah they,
2: they, 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 we're here to provide a service, and they know when they've got uh, we've got to go, don't we? That's like a yeah. shark coming right by here. Okay, three quick dun, dun, questions. Dun, dun, dun. We're all just that's one, right, one, go. One, well, there,
6: There's been a lot of questions about DLC. What do you think about the virtual consoles, like on Live?
2: Uh, it, I think that will be packaged into uh, consoles that are very very lucrative and can support, you know. Like, Gaikai being bought by Sony, I think we're going to see more of that kind of stuff. Okay.
7: Okay. Thank you. Hey. All right. So, my question is just about competitive gaming. I want to know if any of you guys are interested in competitive gaming at all, if you guys play a game, if you guys like to watch a certain game competitively, seeing it at tournaments or anything. Like, uh, just what are you guys' opinions? Anyone can answer. I love watching
9: me some fighting games. We talked earlier. Yeah, I was we did. LG right there. <laughs> you guys like awesome 3D monitors. Check out my man at LG. <laughs> no, um, I, I, you know, I love watching people play fighting games. I mean, I think there's a huge market for that. Even Street Fighter has a replay mode where you can just watch awesome people play that game, and then I watch it, and I'm like, I'm not playing this game online ever. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, thank you. But I mean, else? it's definitely something that is, is getting big, and it's only mm-hmm. going to get bigger, I think. Okay.
2: Cool. It's tough to make TV around that. I've yeah. discovered that it's just like really intense people that are really like emotionless when they're playing. So it's hard to kind of frame that and make it compelling to watch, I think, you know? Okay. Yeah.
9: Hey,
10: uh, we see you a lot so
11: on big t-
2: What's up, Big Dope? What's up?
5: We see you a lot on TV, but you guys have any favorite off-screen moments or little funny stories? Like quick! Anything quick? <laughs> it's not much time.
3: One word answer. Which <laughs> one? I'll give you two.
5: Sexy time. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Sexy time. Cool. I like that.
9: There's nothing like just getting hammered with everyone and just <laughs> hugging and embracing after a long event. Uh. Well, you know, I mean, the cool thing is, like, everybody on this panel and on the shows genuinely like each other. Like, we're all, I mean, not love, but, I mean, we like each other hey. moderately. No, there's love. No, but, Jose, you, it's just, you, you, you love.
0: Yeah.
9: well, uh, me and Sean, but, yeah. no, uh, you know, it's, it's cool that you get to work on a show like this, and we cover so much cool stuff and crap stuff, but, and everybody genuinely likes each other. It's rare that you get a mix where pretty much every single person that's involved in the show, whether it be the editors at home, producers and stuff back in Vancouver, every, all the shooters, Richard Grundy, I'm going to miss you. He's leaving soon. One of the best DOPs ever in the history of the world. But yeah, I mean, big we all generally like each other, so when the chance comes, when the fan expo or our holiday party or our soon-to-come summer vacation party that I'm planning, yeah. <laughs> and paying for. It, yeah, and paying for. Um, it's gonna be. It's it's just a good thing when we can all get together and hang out with each other.
0: You
2: know. Yeah. Absolutely. Those Thanks. are the you moments. These are the moments that
9: count. Fan Thank expo you guys. Is my count. Thank you all.
2: Thank all you. All right. The
9: cast of the Electric Playground good
3: on the run. Thank you for coming out, guys.
2: Thanks for listening, everybody. We have to uh, put a disclaimer that Craig Surrit, our uh, producer of the podcast, had nothing to do with recording the audio. Those were other guys that did that. And uh, listen, if you like the podcast, there's always more coming. We'd love it if you'd subscribe. We'd love it if you'd tell two friends, and then they'll tell two friends. We'd love it if uh, you uh, rated us. It'd be awesome. Yeah, they call that word of mouth. Word of mouth. Yeah, it sounds kind of sexy. Word of mouth. Maybe that's another podcast. Our we'll next
1: quick. podcast is going to be totally perv free. Yeah, no,
2: yeah, impossible. No, not. Thanks for listening.
1: Bye. Bye.